Welcome to Time Play 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Little Louie. <laughs> and my name's Big Lock. And uh, <laughs> this week I played three hours of a game called Raw Danger. Or did you? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to see the clock. All right. Show me the clock. Lucky, hi. Hey, welcome. Hi. How you doing? Welcome. Whoa. Bud. Bud? That's me. I'm okay. It's Monday. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Do it's, I say that every it's time? Monday. I, I think I might. Honestly, I don't think I've heard you say it once, or at least okay. I haven't paid attention to it. I don't. I mean, I don't think you're paying attention enough to it. I'm probably not. <laughs> it's it's snowing. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's um very exciting snow. I've got this. It's really nice. I'll send you a pic. Sure. Um, there's this outside my window. There's like a the, the a roof outside the window. Um, and there's this little pile piling up of snow just, like, right in the corner. It almost looks fake because it's so, like, piled. You don't usually, <laughs> usually, it's not like a flat layer. Right. It's, like, piling just into the corner for some reason. Okay. Um, I'm going to send it to you, sure. and everyone gets to listen to me send an image to you. Sure. Um, Shwing. There, there you go. People <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's weird. That's a lot weirder than I thought it was going to be. I'm looking forward to getting in there and making a little snowman out of it. Yeah, we don't get a lot of snow here. And when it does come, uh, it normally is in February. So it's right on the money, right uh, right when you'd expect it to Yeah, fall. it's usually right at the end of January. Um, and man, I love it. I love the snow. God, I've been itching for like a... I've been itching to go snowboarding now. For like mm. three weeks, and I, I mean, I haven't gone skiing in like ten years, and I haven't mm-hmm. been snowboarding in probably, I went for a day probably fifteen years ago, uh, but I've just been having an itch for it recently. Have you ever been on one of the like fake slopes, like the, the ones that <laughs> the aren't ones even made like out of snow, Kings. the ones that aren't even made of snow, like the all fake snow? They're like literally almost like they're kind of like wire with like brush on them and you just kind of slide down them yeah the dry slopes dry uh, there's, there's, the some, there's some in milton Keynes, and hilariously i always wanted to and my mother for i think my 10th birthday 11th mm-hmm. birthday 12th birthday no it wouldn't have been 12 it, i think it probably would have been 10 or 11 uh said we could go and i could take a couple of friends mm. um and it just it just never happened. <laughs> oh no! Uh, so let's... there's one there's one closer than Milton Keynes. There's you wouldn't have to trek all the way to Milton Keynes. Um, Skeezy. There's one I went to to learn to ski because I've been on one skiing holiday. Um, my mum took us uh, when I was like ten or something. Sure. Um, uh, but she wanted us to learn before we went, so we weren't just like wasting our time there basically i think um so she took us to these dry slopes to had a few lessons um and they were good fun they like they hurt when you fall over <laughs> sure. you're like you're landing on literally like just like brush bristles 
Um, they look horrendous. <laughs> they do. They, they look, look and you and they they're like awful. they like um they're all, it's like someone took a fence like a copper fence and then lay it on its side and covered it in in yeah brushed link, this chain chain link fence yeah exactly so like you feel like your ski's gonna just get stuck in one of the holes um, terrifying isn't it but they were good fun yeah we should go maybe we should go on a uh, skiing slash snowboarding holiday have you ever been because in fact imagine if when we were ten. If when we had met two years later, when we were 12, uh, if we had then gone on a snowboarding holiday, we would have torn up the slopes, you and me. We would have, yeah, that would have been quite a thing. We would have absolutely <laughs> torn up the slopes. We would have been in our purest developments. I, I'd, like, I'd like to try snowboarding. I've never tried snowboarding. We should go on a snowboarding holiday once this is all over. Mm-hmm. That sounds good, man. I mean, expensive, but good. Sure. I, I think there are cheaper spots, aren't there? But I have no idea. Um... I think you can find some decent priced ones, but yeah, maybe we should go on a snowboarding holiday. So the worst thing is though that like, man, when I was ten, I had no fear, man. I was just freaking gunning it. And I feel like today, if you put me on a slope, I'm gonna be going. No, I would. Speed. I would ease it out of you. I really think I would. <laughs> I really do. I think. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I feel like if I were on a slope now, I don't think I would be very afraid. I wasn't back 10 years ago uh, when I was last skiing, but I still don't think it would scare me skiing. Um, yeah, well, I used to, I, the last two times I went was with Ollie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was forever ago. Yeah, I remember, actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was talking to Grace about skiing today, actually, I guess because it's snowing. It's on everyone's <laughs> mind. Sure. <laughs> um, you make a good point and, there because I was about to be like, "Wow, what what are the chances? <laughs> what a crazy world!" Um, I have no interest in. I was just this, this, she she doesn't she doesn't like ex- any kind of movement, so <laughs> so uh, sure she's not a fan. Um, great. Well, we will uh, leave her in England in that case. I think she'd come, but um, I think she would just like hang out. Go for nice walks. She'd be alright with that. I mean, it. Of course yeah, she's, she's done it before. Welcome. She's been on skiing holidays and then not skied. Okay, great. Which is bonkers. I think that, maybe she'd try now. Maybe bonkers. she'd give it another go. Thing. The thing is, though, I'm gonna be flying down this slope, and I don't mm. want her holding me up at the top of the slope. <laughs> I'm just warning you now. In advance. We could spend some time on, you know, on the kid slope, you know, on the baby slope. I actually would be. Grace. I'd be more than happy to do that. I mean, baby slope's probably pretty fun. God, I'm looking at a dry slope here that's got tons of jumps on it. It's got spikes at the bottom. <laughs> well, in the way Basically. that they all do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, talking of natural disasters, um, <laughs> this week's game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Raw Danger. Raw Danger. Uh, which is a translated title. This mm-hmm. game was initially made by, correct me if I'm getting anything wrong, a uh, company called IREM, mm. and, um, which was a Japanese company, and it was ported over to the West. Mm-hmm. And what was the original name? Uh, well, the Japanese, apologies for this, is Zetai Zetsume Toshi 2 Itetsuta Kyoku Kyo. Kutachi, 
which means the Desperate City 2, Frozen Memories. Ah. <laughs> Number two. Uh, yeah, it's a sequel to um, the original, which was called uh, Disaster Report and has since also been renamed Disaster Report. They still make these games, okay. and they're called Disaster Report. Okay. Uh, yeah, and so they, <laughs> they brought it over. They, they turned it from Disaster City to uh, Raw Danger. Raw Danger. Um, <laughs> For an American audience that can't... The, the word, the, the Desperate City, which is a nice evocative name, <laughs> was turned into um, whatever the worst one, which was Raw Danger. Awful title. Yeah. Uh, but... The danger had to be raw. What, I mean... I'm, I so associate Raw with, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I was going to say uh, EA Big, but was that EA Raw as well? Uh, is that, I think, is that or is uh, it just wrestling Raw? That's wrestling, right? Was, oh, or was there just an SSX Smack, Raw? Smack, Smackdown Raw? Smack is that right? Yeah, that was the thing. There was... Was That's wrestling. WWF yeah. Raw. <laughs> WWE Raw. Yeah, I don't know anything about wrestling. But yeah, SmackDown Raw. Raw Danger. It's, it does, I, thought, I assumed it would be like a snowboarding or... <laughs> it does sound like a snowboarding. <laughs> Skateboarding video. Uh, game mm-hmm. going into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's quite far off that. Um, in reality, it is a game about a natural disaster. Uh you know, day after tomorrow esque, mm-hmm. where you play a young, uh, what was his name, jo- Joshua. Joshua Harwell. You actually play as six characters, but I, in the first three hours, you only play as the first one. Right. Interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't even know where to start. So, uh, I, I, I do. Okay. Um, so to, to come back from the title, I actually think. Oh, and this is one of the main reasons I wanted to check this game out. I actually think, in a way, this is raw danger. <laughs> like, I think, um, okay. I think the thing that I really so I let me maybe a little background. I saw this game years ago being played by someone else, uh, and I was just fascinated by it as a thing. I think it's a fascinating, weird product, um, and I've been meaning to check it out for a long time. And, and you know, we do a podcast, so ideal. Um, and the thing that struck me when I saw it and the thing that struck me when I played it is it's sort of it's I think it's really rare for games to do sort of to do like to do something as benign as an environmental disaster. Do you, does that make any sense? So like I feel like games are they're either like huge fantasy drama or they're, like, hyper-personal indie game. But this sort of, like, almost uncomfortable, like, in-between, this basically is something that could happen, has happened, does happen. You follow real people through, you know, a poorly told, badly acted story, but it's there. And I just, I've always thought of these disaster games, specifically, they feel really... They almost feel, like, uncomfortable, at least until you get into them and you realize how goofy they are. But, like, as a concept, there's just something so strange about them as a thing. I think, to me, that's because of gameplay issues, though. 
I mean, I think the reason that things are high fantasy or like war games or sport games are because those all have uh, easy to understand gameplay that is generally fun that you can tie into that story. Whereas mm. with like a disaster game, what's the gameplay? You know, and I think that's the problem. I think that's why there are probably so few of these things, unlike a movie, where because all these things are obviously so charged with like death and destruction and horrible stuff. Uh, so I mean, they make good movies because it's just super easy to make an insane amount of cool visual scenes, as well as pumping in a bunch of emotion and stuff, and mm-hmm. super easy story. Uh, but I think gameplay is kind of tough uh, for these games because it's, yeah, just kind of navigating these things. Well, you're also, it's also like that classic problem of like tying, tying a video game, which is traditionally about winning with, you know, just the act of actually human beings do have to survive horrible environmental atrocities. Like, yeah, but it, that's, it, there's so many games that do survival so well. I mean, you the other day were just saying how sick you are of playing survival games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because this game is, is a survival game before survival games became popular. And I think to be, the thing that it made me think about the most playing it, to be honest, was Death Stranding. Um, it, it gave me... It's like, it's a strand game, Lucky. It's... it's they so the the main um your health is is your body temperature which insanely the game refers to as bts which yeah um, that is, is funny i didn't think about the, that which is the like main uh enemy in death stranding um and <laughs> yeah, and, and not only that but like your basically your body temperature is basically affected by rain and water so the wetter you get the slower you move um and eventually you just kind of die it doesn't really explain exactly what you're dying well, from it, but i guess it is funny num- some pneumonia thing i don't know well we'll, we'll get um, into the tutorial in a bit but on that uh the tutorial does say if your uh bt drops too low you open brackets collapse close brackets <laughs> and the game will end so <laughs> it lets you interpret collapse um yeah. however you'd like to yeah, so so you're so you're you're spending the game um, kind of the basic loop of the game is trying to basically get out of this fictional city. Well, okay, so let's just start the pr- the premise of this game. Right, is is uh, you're in a a brand new built city that has basically been designed to withstand global environmental disasters and immediately fails um, with torrential rain. The levee breaks. Uh, and um, rain starts coming in, and you have to. You're like a waiter. You're Joshua. The first character you play is Joshua, and he's a waiter, and he has to get out of the city, uh, and he makes some friends along the way, and he does this by um, navigating through linear levels of like climbing on stuff, picking up objects, combining objects, trying not to stay wet for too long, eating food, keeping dry, um, helping his friend climb up objects. Uh, riding a jet ski, you know, all the usual things. Um, wow. Did you not get to I the jet ski? I did not get to the jet ski. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Suddenly you're, you're on a motorway <laughs> and there's a lot of water on the ground and then there's just a jet ski there. Wow. <laughs> and you just drive that jet ski. Um, if we're comparing it, it is a bit, um, you say helping people up, getting through water. There is a bit of The Last of Us in here too. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. little I mean, bit the of The Last yeah. of Us. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's that it's that thing of like you spend your time walking. You know, you really you're just kind of walking. Um, and in a way, I think it's more engaging than Death Stranding because there's a lot more. It's linear, so like there's a lot more stuff actually happening to you. Um, things are like falling over that you have to dodge. Suddenly, like suddenly the water's rising and you have to get out, um, etc. Uh, but it is a lot of walking. You you have a compass and uh, you can pick up your different like customizable compasses. Sure. Um, and one of the first ones you get is a pedometer compass. So it, it's a compass, but then in the middle of the compass is a pedometer. And it counts your steps. Which is great. Which is so cool. What a cool interaction. <laughs> I, don't know why I, lo- I love that little thing. Love it. What a cool thing to have in a game, a pedometer. Yeah. Um, things that track progress in a way like that, I think, are always pretty interesting. Um, yeah, like it's, it's, cool, it's cool to have, like, in the menus, you can see how many steps you've done. But to have it, like, sort of physically rendered in the world and, like... I guess, like, theoretically, your character picked up this object so they would know how many steps they've done. There's something quite satisfying mm. about that. Yeah. Um, and I think that pedometer kind of starts touching on something that we kind of haven't really mentioned um, because this game, from what we've described, sounds far, so it's described so far sounds pretty serious. Uh, but this game, uh, other than the jet ski... <laughs> is just, like, the stupidest thing in the world. So some, some little caveats to the plot. But it uh, takes itself quite seriously. It does. Not all the time. There's, there's, there's a lot of goofs. It, like, it also takes itself not seriously. But it, it sort of flip-flops between raw it's danger. Bizarre. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. So this city is called GeoCity. Uh, and one thing that I believe, if I interpreted this correctly, it's an underground city. This, yeah, which doesn't make any sense. This city isn't above land, it's underground, and it's got its own weather system. Um, is that what that is? Yeah. So where's the sky coming from? Well, that's the thing. That's why I was confused. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. But they, they did call it an underground city, and it was raining, so it sort of, I assumed, had its own weather system. And they also couldn't stop the rain. Um yeah. So to me, it felt like the reason they set up this like fictional future is so the city is this game came out, believe it or not, in like 2006, which is after the 360 came out. Um, this PlayStation 2 game came out. Um, oh, weird. And, and um, uh, or maybe it was that same year. Anyway, um, this game is set four years after in 2010. So like it's sort of a future city, but near enough. And it feels like this the setup for me, it felt like that setup of like we built a future city that is perfect felt like a way for them to get away from like if they set this in Japan, that's a bit risky because Japan has lots of natural disasters. Um, uh, so maybe they tried to sort of and they also sort of make it more American. Oh, it's vibes. fully American vibes. I don't to me, know this it's... was <laughs> fully like weirdly Americanized. But, like, obviously in that classic Japanese way of, like, this doesn't... <laughs> this, this no, isn't this, this is all awful. Yeah. Interestingly, this came out two years after Day After Tomorrow. Um, yeah. So I guess there was just a bit of hype around then for natural disasters. Yeah, people love a natural disaster. Well, they don't anymore, but they did for a period. Um, it, this game's so weird. Uh, and also, so you talked about, like, the river barricades broke... It's uh, the Hudson River. <laughs> yeah, why is it called the Hudson River? The Hudson River, River obviously the uh, <laughs> highly famous New York City River. Um, 
and just but New this York isn't River. New York. This is called Delray City, right? I had Geo City, but Delray also rings a bell. Uh. So it's Geo City, as in like it's the Geo City, but it's the city of Delray. City of Earth, right? Okay. <laughs> um. So here's the description, right? In December 2010, the thriving city of Delray, built around the Hudson River, is preparing to commemorate the opening of GeoCity. A massive... Okay, so GeoCity is a part of Delray. That's underground. Yeah. GeoCity is a massive underground metropolitan complex underneath Delray, designed to be the safest and most advanced city ever built. Right, okay. The mayor of Delray holds a conference in GeoCity to celebrate its success. Lots of rainfall. Everyone has to evacuate. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and you play one of the waiters at the event where the mayor is uh, unveiling the city, blah, 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 uh, and things go wrong. Yes. It's mad. Um, mm-hmm. I had a good time. I had an okay time. I had a pretty good time. I was laughing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it- Wait, where do you want to... Let me just check out a couple of categories. Tell me what you want to stick on. Dialogue. You want to talk about dialogue? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about All right, dialogue. let's do it. <laughs> uh, my first question for you on dialogue is... Um, you can... You get dialogue options to talk to people. Um, did you go to be a asshole or, a, or the most nice kind gentleman oh of all my, time oh my god it's so awful it's one of those games that <laughs> in like the worst 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 way and probably the worst example I've ever seen of it gives you three options that aren't what you're gonna say but just kind of reflect the mood that you're gonna say but generally end up saying something that very very far off what you intended uh, so I made some it, of them are so good. Some of them are awful. <laughs> um, so I wrote down one of them. Uh, you're basically you basically end up escorting this lady Stephanie uh, out of the complex that you're in, and the whole time throughout, they're trying to push on the most uncomfortable love story you've ever seen in your life. It's so awkward. It's like so forced. So uncomfortable. Um, But anyway, uh, she says something along the lines of, uh, oh, what are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And you get the three options, and the box says, I'll protect you. You're Mm -hmm. on your own. Or what do you think? Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, I didn't want to say I'm going to protect you. Uh, Didn't want to say you're on your own. So I thought, I'll just go, what do you think? You know, pretty neutral. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> and, and then he goes, duh, look around, <laughs> sunshine. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. I think, like, most of the options are a dick. And then there's the nice one, which is way too nice and comes across as creepy. Um, Very. Uh, but, yeah, some of the, like, dick options, which are obviously dick options, are quite funny. Um, one of the ones that sticks out to me was, like, <laughs> there's this bit where... Uh, you're with Stephanie, and the platform collapses, and she falls down, and you go get her, and then the water starts rising, and you're in a rush, and it comes up with a bunch of, like, options of things to do, and it's like, just pick her up and go, um, wake her up, um, slap her, <laughs> and then the bottom one is just sniff her, question mark, question mark, <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Did you? No, I didn't. I, I, uh, 
I didn't want to sniff her. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, this um, game definitely gives you a lot of opportunities uh, to try things that you inevitably generally don't do. But yeah, basically at every opportunity, the, the, the game offers you the option to completely undermine Stephanie and be like the shittiest person. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a while I was doing that because I thought it was quite funny uh, because he said some pretty good stuff. Um, and then I discovered in my menu, there was, I had a talent. Did you discover my, ta- your talent? Well, the hug talent. Yes. The yes. hug talent. You can hug and, Stephanie. And I discovered that you can attempt to hug Stephanie. I assume for warmth. It is. Um, yeah. Um, and I tried to hug her and she was like, what are you doing? Because, you know, I, the, <laughs> I wow. had been a complete douche this entire time. So I was like, okay, reset. <laughs> I'm now going full, full creep mode. I need to hug Steph. And who, you got, did you get your hug? I never got my hug. Oh, geez. I think I was, Do you want to know what I happened? Was, I think I was a shitbag for too long. The, Although she uh, did call me her best friend at one point, And I was like, yeah, really? That's well, something. <laughs> okay. Yeah, something. She was like, I think I like fell off the cliff and she was like, oh no, my best friend is down there. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> well, she also says her best friend's in hospital later on. So clearly mixed messages. Oh, she doesn't know what she wants. No, she doesn't. Um, the hug's quite funny. Uh, the, the screen turns white and it's just the two characters isolated. And you give her a hug. And then it goes so you back. just got to do that straight away? Uh, well, like two hours in when I discovered it was an option in the menu. I can't believe this. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm a pretty good guy, so. Well, I was working towards that. Maybe I, was, maybe I came on too strong. You also have to be very close to them physically. This, yeah, game, like, yeah. this game plays awfully. Um, Disagree. <laughs> everything... <laughs> That this game is like the best at asking you to do things without like giving you any clues how to do them, um, and navigating menus and challenges yeah, and obstacles all suck. It's the other the other Death Stranding thing is managing all your inventory shit constantly. Oh, fucking awful in this game, <laughs> and to the point where like the one that really got me. Um, so you have like a weight system where you have a backpack and you can, you know, different items cost X amount of weight and you can only carry X amount of items. Um, and you can find bigger backpacks and etc. Oh, interesting. Um, Did you not get your, your fanny pack? No, never. Oh, I got a fanny pack and that increased my inventory by like two squares. Ooh, that's something. Mm-hmm. I saw the uh, equipment page. The equip page was... There were, like, 12 different places you could equip things, uh, which seemed incredible. So, like, backpack, pouches, T-shirt, trousers, shoes, hats, glasses. Did Um, you not find any of these objects? No, none. Lucky, what were you doing? I don't know. I only got out of the plaza. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Took me forever, dude. Why? What were you doing? I don't know. You sure you played three hours of this game? Yeah, I did. I played three hours. That sounds I, like you played an hour. <laughs> I, I played the tutorial. That was yeah. like half 40 minutes. Hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I played until escaping the thing, and that took three hours. Did you get, you got, did you see the prisoner? I heard about the prisoner. 
on the so TV. You, so you never had the option to sniff her? No, I never had the option to sniff her. Right, you, you got nowhere. Clearly. I don't know if I just suck. I mean, this is three hours. I mean, I was writing notes, but like... Were you dying a lot? No, not really. I, I think honest, a lot of the time I just didn't know where to go and what to do. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty slow at playing games normally anyway. Um, well, anyway, there's a lot, there's a shit ton of items in this game. Like, I feel like most of this game is just about picking up items and equipping them. So, like, ah, oh, dude, I got some sick items. Santa hats, Santa oh, boots. Nice. Uh, I got a chef hat. Oh, that was another great option. <laughs> so the the bit, so there's, <laughs> for some reason, this game has a guy called Chief and a guy called Chef. Mm. And um, they seem to ex- <laughs> coexist. And, <laughs> and... Sometimes you'll see, and I'm pretty sure there were typos in the subtitles. So sometimes, like, the chef would run by and they'd say chief. <laughs> and sometimes the other way around. Um, anyway, so there was a chef, and uh, he looked exactly like you can think of a chef. Picture a chef. You got it. He's got yep. a hat. Yep. He's, got a, he's got a thingy. He's ready to go. He's got the little shoes, the little booties. Um, and uh, you hang out with him for a while, and then eventually uh, he falls off a highway and he's, he's dangling, he's dangling and like, everyone's like, go help him. And you walk up and you press circle to interact with him. And, and then you get a bunch of options. One is, um, help him up. One is, one is like, just like be a dick and be like, get up yourself. And the last one is take his hat. Oh, <laughs> um, sick. Excellent. But I, I didn't, I already had a chef hat. I found a chef hat earlier, so oh, okay. I was good to go. Um, so you didn't even like, um, my favorite thing was I crafted a, a coat out of a rubbish bag for Stephanie. <laughs> no. Uh, um, so I had, if you get tape and a rubbish bag, combine them, and then she gets to wear this horrendously shitty coat that just looks like complete trash. And I found a raincoat and kept it for myself. Nice. Um, yeah. Good stuff. That's fun. Um. Yeah, it does sound good. I should have gotten there. I found none of the sort. Um, Wowzers. But you but, did find the bullhorn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the menu suck. Yes. The, the worst thing was the fuel. Um, there was like a heater, and it was out of fuel, so all you had to do was find some fuel, fill it up, and uh, heaters act as points where you can fully dry yourself as well as acting as save points and places that you can cook yourself some food. Um, and there is literally fuel like five meters away from this cooker. And I picked it up, but I had a full inventory. And I had to permanently delete my torch from my inventory just mm-hmm. to pick up this fuel and carry it five meters. Mm-hmm. Come on. And then once you get to it, you can't just click on it and it'll auto-fill the fuel. You have to go into your inventory and like click use fuel. It's one of those yeah. sorts of games. It's it's Yeah, game. it's got that sort of like it sort of does get a little puzzly of like which item do I need to use on what thing. Mm. Um not like fully adventure gamey, but it does do that sort of thing of like you picked up a you found a um a handle. Now where do you use the handle to open this door or um, etc. Yeah, I always forget the game. What's the game that we played forever ago? Not Resident Evil, the other one. Silent Hill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Resident Evil, I guess. Yep. It, it does get a little bit 
Resident very, Evil-esque. Very PS2 vibes, that yeah. sort of puzzle solving. Um, I think, man, PS2 games, I kind of love them. Um, I love, I mean, I've recommended quite a few for us at this point. Um, some of which I played before and some of them were new to me. And they're, they're at this wonderful sort of point in games where everyone was making, everyone had could afford to make something, basically. So you got, like, a lot of middle of the road in terms of, like, quality. Um, so, like, you get things like The Matrix Path of Neo and Raw Danger and and this stuff that feels a bit more experimental and not, like, necessarily a traditional genre. Um, mm-hmm. So the PS2 is just kind of flush with, like, lots of weird sort of, yeah, curiosities. Yeah, um, it is. It's a bit of a also, coming, coming of age, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah. And they're also just a bit more, like, they're just that little bit more playable than, like, most, a lot of, like, 3D PS1 games are, so they're easier to sort of approach. Um, the cameras aren't as whack. So I think it's a really interesting period to check out. Yeah, I'm still still pretty impatient <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to some of these things. Uh, but it, it's true, like, there are all these games like this that I just never knew existed, you know, yeah. and 90% of the world, 99% of the world never know existed. Um, yeah, there's so many games, man. So it's interesting that these things are out there. Yeah, and I don't know, I, I know that Disaster Report 4 came out like a year ago. Um, oh my God, <laughs> please no. You're uh, kidding me. You can buy it on the Epic Store right now. Um, and I almost... I played the demo of it on PS4, and uh, it's pretty rough. I would say r- rougher than Raw Danger is in terms of, like, um, if you compare them with whatever the word is. What's the word when money goes up? Inflation. Yeah, with, like, uh, technical inflation, I would say that this game is in a worse, in a worse state than um, Raw Danger is. Um, uh, and I do kind of want to check it out, but um, I don't really... It's, like, full price. It's one of those full-price games, and it's, like, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not yeah. paying, like, £40 pounds for this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's on VR, though. You can play it on PlayStation VR. Oh, that sounds stressful. Uh-huh. Could be good. Could be good. Oh, my God. The bit where Chief drowns? Oh, yeah. That was brutal. That was brutal. This game <laughs> made like a gargling noise. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> this game just hits you with some really unexpected stuff. Yeah. Um, the funniest thing to me uh, was when uh, Joshua <laughs> swears. Yeah, there's a swear. It, it, it's so bizarre because it's in a game where, you know, it's a natural disaster. So there's uh a lot of stress and obviously there would be a lot of swearing if it was real life um but you know of course i assume video game they don't want to include it makes sense um but then just once just a single time he drops a mobile into the water and he goes shit the cell phone (laughs) (laughs) i was like what um you're kidding me uh, it looks like this game was rated mature in the states. Uh, there you go. It that would be the across as mature. that would be the well. I mean, if they hadn't used the word shit, yeah, I'd honestly, that, that shit out there, yeah. Um, and of all the times to use it for <laughs> dropping a phone into some water, oh, that's when Stephanie drops it, right? 
Yeah, sorry, she drops it. And then, yeah, I chose, this is when I was in my bad boy uh, time, mm. and I chose, like, <laughs> he was like, you idiot! <laughs> what are you done? <laughs> Ooh, man, uh, the voice acting is the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. You know what? I, I said this. Grace was in the room when I was playing some of it, and I was like, I was expecting this voice acting to be the worst thing I'd ever heard in it my is. life. And actually, <laughs> it is. I think Dude, this it is. is. Come on. No, I think this is better than that. I think the script is terrible, but I think the voice acting is okay. For Don't go is. over there. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> Follow me. It's like it's that. De- it's definitely um, spotty. But I think I think like John no. and Stephanie are doing okay. No, the, <gasps> the, o- the old oh lady gosh. was the only person who had like a slightly, and it was a bad old lady voice. But at least she talked with some natural like rhythm. Um, you didn't you didn't get to the the like the subplot stuff between Joshua and Stephanie. So like this game seems to introduce wants to sort of have this like interpersonal relationships with these people of like. There's a there's a there's a raw danger happening, but also there's you know there's like I have a past and a and a life and these are my motivations and etc. Mm, and it wants okay. to be a story, and um and we learn very quickly uh sometime after you escape the main zone the early zone that Stephanie uh mother died when she was young and she as a child was very mean to her stepmother, okay. um and it sort of it goes these like little flashbacks <laughs> of this um. This baby version of Stephanie, but she just has Stephanie's full grand voice. Um, right. And she's just, like, shouting at her stepmom, who's, like, I guess supposed to be really nice and doesn't understand why she doesn't like her sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, very out of the blue. And then, and then obviously, you can you can be a complete dick when she tells you these stories. Um, you can be like, oh, you, you were a terrible child or something. It's all good stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. The the voice acting is the worst. It's literally in the tutorial. It was two different computer generated speech text, almost. You know, text yeah. to speech sort of voices. What was that about? It felt like it was going between two different mixes. One where she was talking to you over like a headpiece, and one in person. But it seemed to just do it randomly. Yeah. I, so I interpreted it as because it always repeated itself normally. So in the tutorial, yes. you go through five rooms that sort of uh, step you through some of the ways to navigate, like, flowing water and X, Y, Z and how the game works. Um, and the lady was like, come over here into room two, like that. And then there'd be, like, another one where it'd be like, now look over here into the speech box or whatever. Um, two, two different text-to-speech voices. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very weird. Uh, some of the accents as well that they chose to throw in were horrendous. Yep. Like that Irish guard policeman. Who knows? He was like, there's no guests beyond this point. It was horrendous. <laughs> um, uh, but some of the environment stuff was wicked. This yeah. game definitely had some, like, super redeeming qualities. It was just sort of, for me, covered in so much other horrendous stuff that I think it's super easy to look over some of the things that it does super well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the environment's incredible. I think, like, the water and yeah. the destruction all feels great. Yeah, the, 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 like, water tech is, like, quite impressive. Um mm-hmm. 
it's like it's like it's it's violent in a way that feels quite real um it doesn't like look real but that it has this like when it like rushes into a room it has this like undulating effect that if you look at it too long looks broken but for the time it seems like super aggressive and scary um it looks pretty good yeah it looks good it feels good when you're like wading through it it pushes you away in like a satisfying manner where mm-hmm. it's actually like kind of tough to fight um <laughs> there were times when like the water would come in and would pick up cardboard boxes and like send them down the hallway alongside you yeah like stuff like that looks amazing um yeah, they did a great job. And also, it was like a pretty living environment. So I, I was very impressed in the opening section when you're doing your waiting. And you'd sort of just be running around. And I don't know if it was scripted in a way or if it was just happening anyway. But it was very, like, uh, Hitman-esque where you're sort of walking around. And you'll just see two people walking by having a conversation. Yeah. Um, and it'll feel like you've just wandered across them and are picking up little nuggets from these people that are just living their lives. Uh, yeah, it, it it felt pretty alive as a yeah, place. Yeah, it, it does, like, quite a good job with, with those, like, leading eye shots where you're, like, you're walking down a hallway to an open door and you just see two people scatter to the side. Um, and you your brain just wants to be like, I wonder what that was about, and you sort of... You can then go to go listen in. It does quite a good job of that stuff. Yeah, it does. Uh, weird game. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, nope. I think that was everything. Yeah. Cool. Good wrap-up. Good wrap-up, dude. Excellente. What, um, what game am I playing? Do you want to give um, me some clues? Sure, sure. Do sure. I know this game? Yep. You do? Okay. Uh, pretty famous. Uh, pretty popular right now, Uh-oh. I assume. It can't be good. Uh, I think it can be. Um, <laughs> it's... Do you want a big clue? It's of a very popular franchise. Very popular franchise. Quite a few. Um, copying a popular... Game mode. There you go. You got got me some some battle royale shit. Uh huh. You uh, can put put the pieces together. Well, there's quite a few that have have done have copied battle royales. But what's a popular franchise that's copied a battle royale? Hmm. Popular franchise. Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. You playing Call of Duty Warzone? Yeah. It's free to play. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Apparently it's free to play, so why not? Okay. Um and Is that is that on PC? Be, yeah, it's on PC. Do you have to play that through like the Blizzard client? You do. But Excellent. you can also play on uh PlayStation. I think it's cross platform. So the choice is yours. Nice. Um yeah, let's see how it is. Okay. I don't know, it's been a while since I've played a COD game. Mm-hmm. Um, and how can you say no to free to play? Is so. this, is this, is this, is this, 
It's so it's a separate thing now, is it? Warzone. Yeah, it's I not believe part of, like the most recent Call of Duty. I believe it's its own thing. Okay. I don't know. Um, but let's find out. You know what I'm gonna do? No. I'm gonna find a vehicle. Cool. And then I'm gonna drive us off a cliff. Cool. <laughs> well, I'll be there. Cool, man. By your side. Catch you uh, on the flip. Do you well, want to take us out? I would love to. Uh, this is a podcast. It's about video games, and um, we talk about them every week on a Monday, usually. Uh, we have a Twitter and an Instagram at Timeplay3HR, and you can email us at Timeplay3HR at gmail.com. Um, you can find this podcast wherever you listen to it now, and wherever you're going to listen to it in the future, just look it up. Um, if you enjoy podcasts, why not recommend it to someone? It'd be a good way for us to grow. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> Um, True. Um, if not, then don't worry about it. Um, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll be here again every 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 Monday for the rest of your lives. Nice work, bud. Thanks. Um, cool. Catch you. Hope everyone who's listening has had a good week. So I hope you got some nice weather where you are. Uh-huh. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>